everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live here at Love Walk and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that you are blessed and you are in good spirits. Um, We are going to go into the Word of God so that we can learn practical steps on how to live, live a godly life and also to accomplish our purpose in the earth. So I pray you're well. My name is Leela Winston and I'll be your host today. And today we're going to continue into our godly leadership series as we come to understand what it truly means to be leaders in the body of Christ and leaders in the world and what God has called us to be as a royal priesthood and as a holy nation and a royal clergy. So let's go ahead and look at that. Now, um, in our last three series, we looked at um, what God had called us to in the priesthood. We looked at the fact that um, there are no parishioners in God's church. There are no parishioners. We are to be activated and active in the work, just as active as the person that we call our pastor, just as active as the person that we call the teacher, just as active as the prophet or the apostle. We are to be just as active because the Lord has empowered us to do so. The second thing we learned was that we needed to have relationship. Without a relationship with the Lord, it's very hard to lead anyone to know what he wants us to do in the earth and a lot of times we hold pastors to a higher standard than ourselves because we consider that they're in leadership godly leadership well newsflash you're actually in godly leadership and that is what you are supposed to do this idea of pastor and parishioner has confused us to an extent so that we believe that we can be passive that we can sit in the pews and just you know, um, think about the things that are happening in our life. So you need a real relationship with the Lord. And that comes only through studying his word, reading his word, prayer, um, fasting. These are important elements to develop a real relationship with the Lord. And of course, doing his will, doing his commandments, what he says to do in the Bible. And then of course, the third thing we learn is that to be a real advocate, I'm sorry, to be a real um, priest, to be a real leader in the body of Christ is that we needed to be a mediator and an advocate. We have been given the ministry of reconciliation. So it is our job to act as that middleman between God and man. We are supposed to show people what it means to be a believer and tell people what it means to be a a believer. And not just between God and the unregenerated man who has not yet accepted Christ, but also to act in that very same manner with other believers. And to be a mediator, it means to pray. So it means you should be praying for people. You should be praying for the people in your city. You should be intercessing for people. That is part of our work as we are priesthood. And I've said this before, and I'll continue to say it. If you're a believer, you really need to read in Deuteronomy and Leviticus to learn about how the priesthood evolved and also how it was ran so that you can understand what your place is in the kingdom of God. And that is why we have been reading in Deuteronomy. We've been reading in chapter 9 about a time when the children of Israel had, you know, fallen into idol worship and Moses had come down from the mountain and seen that and God wanted to destroy them. And Moses acted as an intercessor on their behalf. So I want us to start reading um, in Deuteronomy. I'm just going to read a couple of verses 
Um, and we can start, let's see, um, we're going to start in Deuteronomy chapter 9. And, um, you know, actually, I don't have the numbers on this one, but um, I'm going to just start reading. And uh, I want to encourage you to read this chapter when you have a chance. But um, in chapter 9, it says, Thus, I fell down before the Lord 40 days and 40 nights, as I fell down at the first, because the Lord had said he would destroy you. I prayed before I prayed, therefore, unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, destroy not thy people and thine inheritance, which thou hast redeemed through thy greatness, which thou hast brought forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember thy servants, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Look not unto the stubbornness of this people, nor to their wickedness, nor to their sin, lest the land whence thou broughtest us out, say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land which he promised them, and because he hated them, he hath brought them out to slay them in the wilderness. Yet they are thy people and thine inheritance, which thou broughtest out by thy mighty power and by thy stretched out arm. So I think that's really powerful uh, to read. Um, And we've learned about what it means to be a priest. And that is what uh, Moses was acting as. He was a friend of God, just like Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham was also a kind of priest. Um, He was a kind of high priest, a kind of Christ, if you really stop and think about it. Abraham was. And most high priests before Christ, and not since Melchizedek, have all sinned. That's something we need to understand. They've not been perfect in their administration of the priesthood. So don't expect to be perfect. Only Christ was sinless. And so they failed in some way in the great task of being a mediator between God and man. So it's possible to fall. It's possible uh, to make mistakes. You are going to make mistakes. But we have two priests. That's why Christ is after the order of Melchizedek, because we learned that Melchizedek, there's no history. He had no beginning and he had no end. And Christ as well is the same, but also we read no evidence that Melchizedek did anything wrong, that he failed. So there's this, this, uh, this sameness between Melchizedek and Christ. And so we understand that we are mediators as, as well. And there's a couple of things that you need to be if you're going to be a good uh, priest or a good person who sort of acts as an advocate or a mediator. And that is most priests were passionate about the people. Most were passionate. And a priest was a leader. And that is what you are now. You've been empowered as a believer to be part of a royal priesthood. A priest also spoke more to God than the people. He had more conversations with God than people. If you look at all of the priests, if you look at all of the prophets, they delivered a word. But do you know who they spoke to the most? They spoke most to God. And that is really something that we as believers have to understand. That's why relationship is so important. That's why becoming a friend of God is so important. You need to develop a relationship. You need to understand as much as you can about God, that which is written in his word. Um, You know, and another thing, a priest was as much of an advocate on behalf of God as he was on behalf of the people. You know, we talked about that um, in our... um, our leadership series number three about how as a a priest and in a priesthood you're an advocate for the people well you're also an advocate for God as a believer you are an advocate for God that means you publicly and openly advocate 
on behalf of God, on behalf of his word, on behalf of his doctrine, on behalf of his son and his kingdom. That is what we are to do. And that can sometimes be a difficult thing. I'm going to readily say that it can be a difficult thing as a believer, especially in a world that wants you to follow after certain ideas. It's hard to stand up and say, I am a believer and this is what I feel and this is what I believe and I stand with God and I am willing to stand with him at all costs. It's it's hard to do that. It's very hard in a world that we live in, but that is what we must do. We must be an advocate for God. You have to be an advocate for God, not just with unbelievers, but also with believers because we all make mistakes and fail. Sometimes you might know a believer that you see is getting into something that they shouldn't. And instead of actually being an advocate for God, which he has called us to do, because we feel like we're just parishioners, we say, oh, let's tell the pastor about that. Or, you know, that's not really my business. Or, you know, I'm not going to say anything about it. It's not my place. But that's not true. It's your job to advocate for God. So when you see another believer and they're having problems, maybe they're not doing what the word has called them to do, maybe they're struggling, it is your job to advocate on behalf of God. In your marriage, in your family, in your relationships, advocate for God. Advocate for God. That's what he's called us to do. So you want to be passionate. You want to advocate for God almost as much as you advocate uh, for the people to God. You know how we spoke about praying for people. Well, God needs you to go out there and talk about him too. And it's important to understand that a priest is fueled by his love of God and man. In order to be a really good priest, in order to do anything like that, you have to love God. You have to love mankind too. One, you can't love mankind more than God or else if you love mankind more than God, then you won't advocate God to the unbeliever or to the Christian who needs your help or the believer who is falling away. And, and if, you, if you don't love mankind, but you love God, then you won't be praying for mankind. You won't pray for people to come to Christ. You won't pray for other believers who may be struggling because you're just concerned with your relationship with God. God needs us not only to love him, but he needs you to love mankind. He needs you to love other believers. Okay, he needs you to love in a big way, in a big way. God needs us to love God and man. And a priest is someone that God listens to when he is done listening to the people. That's so critical to understand. There have been priests and men of God who stood in the gap to stop calamity from coming because when God was tired of listening to the failed and broken man, he listened to the priest. He listened to Moses. He was ready. When we read in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 14, the Lord said he was ready to wipe out all of Israel and then make a new Israel with Moses. He was ready to get rid of it all. But because Moses fell on his face and spoke to the Lord and prayed on behalf of the people, on behalf of Aaron, God listened to him. So when God is done listening with mankind, when God is done listening, he doesn't want to hear from people who have walked away from, he doesn't want to hear from these people who continue to do evil. 
He will listen to his priests. He will listen to their cry. That's why it's so important for you and I to have that relationship with Christ and to keep that relationship with God and to keep those channels open and to keep that friendship open so that we can go as mediators and advocates before God. It's truly important. And this sometimes happens you know, among us when humans or people are done listening to God. They don't want to hear from God anymore. They feel he let them down. Sometimes they'll listen to their friend. They'll listen to us. So you have to be an advocate on behalf of God. I want to encourage you that that's an important part of what you do as a believer. You must be passionate about the people. You must advocate. And remember that a priest represents two worlds, two minds, and two realms. And therefore, a priest is always in a position of conflict. No, it's not a good place to be. It's not nice. We have this conflict in ourselves because we have flesh that's full of sin. And then we have this new regenerated man inside of us. And that is why we can be sympathetic to others. That is why we can advocate and mediate so well is that you're going to be between two worlds. You're going to be mediating between those worlds as a priest of the Lord. It's important to understand those concepts and that as a priest, it is your job to create harmony out of the conflict. That's what a mediator does, is to create harmony out of that conflict. A priest is one who deals in the reconciliation between God and man. So you haven't become a believer so that you can sit down and say nothing and just take in a message every Sunday. God has empowered you to act as a mediator between God and man. God has empowered you to be a mediator between God and other believers to pray on their behalf. A priest must be a peacemaker. A priest often struggles with his affinity for God and man. There's that duality we talked about between God and mankind, that conflict between the flesh and the spirit, between the world and between the kingdom of heaven. We are in between two worlds, and and that is what a priest is. He is a man. He is an advocate. He is a representative between two worlds, and Christ is our perfect example as a mediator between two worlds, and that is what we have to become. A priest is kin both to God and man, and that is what we have become. That is what Christ was. He was sinless, but he was in flesh. He was in human flesh, and he became the mediator between us and God. And now we are in sinful flesh, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. God within us, God with us, Emmanuel. So in that, we have to remember that we are mediators between God and man, we are mediators between God and our brothers. We are there to act on behalf of God. We act as advocates, not just for mankind, but for God. Don't forget to advocate for God because the world needs God. The world needs him. So I want to thank you so much for tuning into this leadership series. We're going to close out this leadership series. I pray you are well. I pray that God blesses you and you understand that God has empowered you to be a leader in Christ, to a part of a royal priesthood. There are no parishioners in the body of Christ, only priests. We're all only priests. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I pray God blesses you. Have a good day. Bye.